0: Hello world, I'm Rochelle Indra, a life coach here to teach you the shit they should have taught us in school but didn't. Our society has a vested interest in keeping you stuck and unhappy so that you will try to buy your way out of it. But that's where I come in. I'm here to teach you how to give them all the middle finger. Week by week, I'll share bite-sized strategies on tackling overwhelm, onboarding good habits, creating boundaries, and actionable steps to rewire your brain to actually work for you instead of against you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the shit they should have taught us in school, but didn't I? I am your fearless leader, Rochelle Indra, and today we're going to talk about gossip. And no, this is not going to be me preaching to you from on high about how you shouldn't gossip because gossip hurts people's feelings and gossip is the worst and you have to be a better person than that. You're welcome for that voice. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'll try to never do that to you again because I love and respect you. But I get really sick of the cliche answer of why you shouldn't gossip. And this is not really even about how you shouldn't gossip. It's just going to be a look into how through gossiping, you may be missing a deeper bond with people. Let me give you an example. Uh couple of years ago, I had a group of girlfriends that all had very small children. We've been friends for quite a while. And as people do, they all started having children right about the same time. And so trying, if you, if you have small children or have had small children or have been with friends with people who have had small children, then you know, this is a really hard time in friendships to spend time together because people are, you know, very home centric, focused on the kids just trying to get through the day, all that sort of thing. So we didn't get together, this group of girlfriends and I, very often. And we just, by the magic of the universe, had an opportunity for all of us to get together and go out to dinner. Everybody got a husband to watch or a babysitter or this or that. And we had this one magical night to be able to hang out together. And as we arrive and sit down at the restaurant, We sit down and we start choosing what we're going to eat. As soon as we're done with that, somebody brings up this person that all of us mutually hate because what really bonds people together than mutual hatred for another person? And I live in a small town, so it was somebody that we all knew – Sometimes some of us knew him because of each other. some people just knew this person because of past situations with them. One person had worked for this person, one person had dated this person like we all in different ways and different angles knew this person and we all strongly disliked this person and so somebody and and none of us had even really seen this person in a while, dealt with this person in a while. I hadn't thought about this person in quite a while. I assumed we might. Mention or bring this person up. But what I didn't expect was, just, and why I wanted to bring up this shallow form of bonding is that we ended up talking about this person for the entire dinner. Everybody, started piling on about this person. And if you know a lot of psychology about human behavior, um, we have this sort of uh, pack mentality, right? You get less jail time if you – we're in a group of people. Mob mentality, that's what it is. The mob mentality. It, this is actually true that you get less jail time if you do something in a mob. So if you are just a nice, sweet, loving person and you get caught up in, you know, a protest downtown that turns into sort of a mob scene and you throw a bottle or you help flip over a car, or you set a, a trash can on fire. By the way, I never recommend doing any of these things. But people who are normal people that would never do this sort of thing get caught up in what is called mob mentality, which is you feel the energy. I mean, this is a real quantifiable scientific thing, Obviously, because you get less jail time, right? We, would, we don't give you less jail time for something woo-woo, right? We give less jail time for something if it's a proven fact. And this mob mentality that you feed off of the people around you, you feed off of our need to be accepted in a group, you feed off of each other's energy, all of that plays a factor and people find themselves doing things in a group of people, in a mob that they wouldn't normally do. And so we were sort of doing that at this dinner of one person like brought him up and then everybody else was like, oh yeah. And then did you know he did this? And then he did this. Oh my God. And do you know what he did to me? Well, that makes sense because you know what he did to me 10 years ago? Oh, and then I heard that he, and we just kept feeding off each other. And I started to notice how worked up I was getting, how frustrated I was getting. And I started to take a step back and watch it. Watch not only what was happening in them, but watch what was happening in myself as well. How I hadn't really stressed about this person a while, hadn't thought about this person a while, but then not only was I getting angrier, but there was the, it was feeding this sort of positive thing in me as well. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm right in my hatred for this person. I am right in disliking them. I'm right in kicking this person out of my life. Yeah, they are awful. I, and the ego just loves this shit. The ego loves superiority. That is the ego's favorite thing to eat is a feeling of we are better than somebody else mental note, don't drink coffee before I do a podcast. So (laughs) you're welcome for that. And you guys, I always, I tell you, I'm not going to sing. And then I do, I can't help myself, but it, we feed off of this. Oh yeah. That person sucks. I'm, or we're better. And so there was a part of me that was like, even though I was getting frustrated and I was getting angry, I was loving it too. My ego, I should say, was loving this. I was loving getting frustrated. It was loving getting angry. Yeah, yeah, and this thing and this thing. And now I'm talking about, oh yeah, and so and so said, which by the way, I don't do. I'm not that girly that goes, oh yeah, well, I heard this secondhand story. Like I, I don't do any of that normally, but we were just feeding off of each other. And then the meal came to an end. And I felt bonded. I felt closer to these women. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're all on the same side. We're all on the same team. We all think the same thing. We believe the same thing. We know this person to be an asshole. We're better. They suck. Yeah. And then I walked to my car and suddenly realized, oh, I didn't ask so-and-so about their baby I didn't even get to see the new picture of the woman who just had a baby. I didn't get to ask about the other woman's new job. I didn't get to ask about her husband who's been really sick. There was all these things that were going on with people that I didn't get a chance to ask about. They didn't get a chance to ask me about what was going on in my life. And it was just really clicked for me how we think we are bonding by gossiping. And we are to an extent, a shallow extent, we are bonding. But if you are listening to this podcast, it's because you want deeper in your life. You want more. Or you think I'm like really, really pretty and really cool and you just love the sound of my voice. Um, <laughs> it's probably not that probably not. It's probably because you want something deeper in your life. You want something more fulfilling. You want relationships that are more fulfilling with yourself and with others. We all want community. We all want to be seen. We all want to be felt. We all want to be understood at our deepest, deepest level. Not just understood, but accepted. And I think that the place that we go wrong in gossiping, or I should say not all gossiping, because again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you shouldn't gossip. But when we make relationships with people based off of gossiping about somebody else or based off of mutual hatred for somebody, mutual dislike for somebody or mutual dislike for something. Maybe you have friendships where you just talk about politics the entire time. Right? Maybe you have friendships where you just talk about your religion the whole time and everything wonderful about your religion. Maybe you notice that you're putting down other religions and how stupid other religions are, or there's something wrong with other religions, or there's something wrong with the other side of the political party, or you know, it's the us versus them. And I think one of the real big reasons why we do this is that we want to bond by seeing where the other person is at right? We have all of our toys that we're bringing to the sandbox, right? We have a friend, maybe it's a new friend, maybe it's an old friend, family member, and we want to be seen, accepted, loved by all the people in our life. But it is scary to be vulnerable, So we stand on either side of this sandbox with all of our toys, all of our vulnerabilities, all of our self-consciousness, all of our insecurities, and we want to be able to show them to somebody and have them be like, yeah, that's fine. I accept it. Even if I don't like it, I accept it. But that's scary. Being vulnerable is scary. So we tend to suss the other person out. By finding out their likes and dislikes. What do we have in common? Where is our common ground? Because we think if we have common ground, then we can be more vulnerable. How many of us have a very, very specific uh, political belief or religious belief or a cultural belief that we meet somebody else that has that same belief? I'm like, oh, okay, this is a good person. I bet politically, no matter what side you're on, I bet politically you feel that way. When you meet a a perfect stranger and then they mention, oh yeah, I love so-and-so or this person's an idiot or whatever you feel, oh, bonded to that person. Or maybe they have the same religion as you and oh, you're bonded to that person because we have this commonality, this common ground. And it's wonderful to bond with somebody, to start the bonding process, start the process of a rich, deep, and fulfilling relationship based on commonalities. And those commonalities can be good. We both love sunsets. We both love travel. We both love children. We both love whatever it is. Great, great beginning to a bonding friendship. But we also bond and sometimes Easier because there's so much passion there, we can bond over things we don't like or people we don't like. Again, it's that us versus them. We are this, so we are better. They're that, they're wrong, they're bad. And when I just say it in those broad terms, you may be thinking, I don't do that. I don't think people are wrong or bad, but really take a look at yourself and say, if I said, I absolutely love your opposite political party, right? You know me, you like me, we're friends, right? You listen to my podcast, you probably watch my shit on social media. I mean, it's not shit, it's good stuff, but you know what I'm saying. Maybe you know me in person We're friends. You're my ex. I have a couple exes that listen to this, right? You know me. And if I just said, oh, I love so and so, opposite political party, you may be like, what? I don't know this person anymore. I don't, the the bond is broken. So we do this to each other where we find our commonalities that are both positive and negative about somebody else. We do this, we judge us and them. We all do it until we find ways to stop doing that, to to stop us versus them, which is an ego thing, which is something our brains are sort of wired to do until we choose to change it. And the problem is when we we stay talking about the people that we don't like, the people who are doing it wrong, we start, we feed into this, it is this heightened, gross feeling. And then we're staying on the surface of a bond. We are bonding about things. We are bonding about anti-belief systems. We are bonding about better than, we're bonding about anger and frustration. And then we don't get to the deeper things. We don't really get to step into that sandbox, drop all our toys and say, this is me. This is who I am this is what I'm dealing with. We don't get down to that meatier part of who we are as people. Me and those beautiful women who believe me, or not believe me, but I haven't had, unfortunately, I haven't had a time for us all to get together again. We haven't gotten together since. That was a couple of years ago. And all I Really know about them other than what I see on social media or whatever. All I really know is that they all still hate the same fucking person that I hate. They're all still just as mad, pissed off, annoyed. By the way, that person probably doesn't give a shit about us, probably hasn't thought about any of us in years, perhaps. Man, that person would have just loved. That's the other thing I walked away from that with. That person would have loved knowing that all of us got together and talked about him. He would have fucking loved that. And we gave that to him. Instead of bonding deeply over the stresses and the anxieties and the fears and the joys and the deep connections that we have over experiencing this life together, over what is really going on. I look back at that night all the time and I think about the depth Of conversation, of bonding, of getting to know where each person was at. And I'm sure you've had the experience where somebody vulnerably opens and shares and you get to hear parts of yourself, parts of your truth, parts of your vulnerability through them sharing. Through them talking about what's going on for them, you're like, oh God, I feel you. I get you. I've been there too. Or maybe you can't even say that. You're just feeling it in your soul. You're just hearing it and realizing, oh my God, that's happening in my own soul. That's happening in my own being. Maybe you didn't even know that was happening until they brought it up. You didn't even know how deeply you guys connected. And maybe somebody shares something with you and you don't connect to it at all. It has nothing to do with you. It is a much different experience, but you have empathy. You have love and compassion and support for what they're going through. You may not connect with it on an, on a visceral understanding level, but man, you're so grateful they shared, man, you're so grateful they were vulnerable. Now you can be more open and vulnerable with what you're going through because they made it safe because they dropped some of those toys in that sandbox. And you said, whew, yeah, yeah, I can drop some of my my toys in the sandbox as well. I see yours and I accept them. You see mine and you accept them. That is that deep bond that we want with people. But we settle for the shallow one. We settle for the one where we don't have to be vulnerable. And it's, it's the Doritos way of bonding, right? I, you guys have heard me talk about like when I've had guys that I've just been my Dorito boys, as I like to call them, When I've like dated guys that I guess people call them maybe like fuck boys now. Like what a terrible term though. I always think of like Dorito relationships where it's like maybe it's friends with benefits or one night stand or something where it's like delicious while you're eating it. Oh God, all of a sudden this is like a terrible analogy. But like I would say, oh, Dorito boy, like delicious while I'm eating it. And then <laughs> this is so gross now. I never even thought about like that. But get your head out of the gutter, ladies and gentlemen. Delicious while you're having it. And then later like, oh, God, I shouldn't have done that. I feel so gross about myself. Oh, God, that's not what I want. Oh, God, I'm always like Dorito boys. And I think there's are Dorito conversations. There's Dorito relationships where you're like, yeah, you know, it, it feels good in the moment. But you walk away from that conversation or that relationship and you don't really feel bonded or connected or seen or cared for or any better. A lot of times I'll I'll have a friend that I know I need to let go of, I need to move on from when I hang out with them. And I'll say to myself or I'll say to one of my close girlfriends, you know, I don't think that person is right for me anymore in my life because they just suck up all the air in the room. It's something I worry about with being a big personality. Like, do I steal all the air in the room? It's something I'm very conscious of and worried about in just my bigness, but there are very quiet people that can suck up all the air in the room because they're not bonding with you. They're not being honest or vulnerable with you. They're just talking at you or they're just bonding, trying to bond with you over the things that they hate or that they're mad about or frustrated with. It's just such a shallow bond. It's not something that really groks you in connection with them it just sort of flitters across the surface. And those are often the friendships that we don't maintain. And we're not even sure why we don't maintain them, or we don't look forward to being with that person or hanging out with that person. And maybe, yeah, we enjoyed a little bit more with them. We're like, oh yeah, that was a fun little lunch, or that was a fun catching up with them. But then we never really feel the need again to, reach out and spend more time with the person. If you have those people in your life, look at why, what is it that, and and I say friends, by the way, this could be a, relation, a romantic relationship you're in. This could be a family situation, a family uh, relationship that you have. This could be the way you interact with your mother, your sister, that cousin you hate, uh, that cousin you really like. Just start looking at, Am I allowing people to only bond with me in a shallow way because I'm never getting deeper or they're never getting deeper? Do I feel safe enough to get deeper? Is all we're doing gossiping about other people? And again, oftentimes we'll do that as just a way to like bond and suss out. Oh, I didn't like this thing that Sarah did. Did you not like this thing that Sarah did? Like we, we toss something out and we see if they pick it up. We see if they feel that same way as we do. Like, oh, did you see that? You know, Sarah did this thing. Oh yeah. Wasn't that fucked up? Yes. Good. We're bonded. Yes. Good. You feel the same way. Now I feel like I can be safer with you, but then we never actually get safer with that person. And so it just stays on that surface level. So really take this opportunity to t- when you turn this off. I always think of you as driving in the car. And I don't know, maybe you're going for a walk with your earpods in, maybe you're listening to this at home. But I'm always think of you, thinking of you as driving. I think of you often. I <laughs> realize that sounds kind of creepy, especially if you're walking alone at night listening to me on the podcast. I'm gonna be real, real creepy. Um, but I often think of you driving. So when you turn this off, start looking at your relationships that don't feel as intimate, that don't feel as bonded, and see why. And see if gossip is one of the reasons. And can you gossip less? And again, no fucking judgment about gossip. I'm not saying like, if you were a good person, you wouldn't gossip. There I am doing that voice again, I promise never to again. I'm clearly a liar. I'm not saying that there's anything, I have no moral judgment about it. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying if you want those deeper relationships, are you holding back because you are just keeping things surface level in your friendship and you're not giving opportunity for deeper bonding because you're the one keeping it surface level with gossip, with talking about other people or other situations? And again, It doesn't have to be gossip about people. It could be gossip about anything, right? Are you keeping it that surface level? Are you spending time with people that are keeping it that surface level? And if either of those are yes, how do you want to change it? Can you safely start to open up a relationship with this person that might be something deeper? Can you ask deeper questions. Can you offer deeper? And only do this in safe ways, right? Always take your emotional safety into consideration. I never, ever would sit here and say, just start telling all your deepest, darkest secrets to everybody in your life as a way to bond. Like, whoa, we've all seen those people in supermarkets who are like really like awkwardly oversharing with the cashier. And you're like, whoa, too bondy, too quick, stay at surface level. I am not asking you to share more than feel safe and appropriate. But can you take some of these relationships with people that you really love and care about and bring them deeper? And maybe you'll realize that these people don't, in your life, don't have the ability to go deeper or don't have the ability to go deeper with you. And that is okay. You can decide to move on and not have those people in your life, you can decide to keep those people in your life exactly the way it is and keep surface level relationships. There is nothing wrong wrong with that. Please hear me say that. Not every one of your friendships need to be deep and emotional and bonding. You can have fluffy, fun, surface level friendships. You can have friendships where you just gossip. I've got a train wreck friend who I love hanging out with because my God, listening to the train wreck of her life is like, "Mm -mm -mm." I just want to curl up some popcorn and be like, you did what? Holy shit. The greatest thing about saying that is that I have several friends that listen to this podcast and I can't wait for all of them to come to me after hearing this and be like, is it me? Am I your train wreck friend? (laughs) No, it's not you. I promise you're not my train wreck friend. But it's okay if those are the relationships you choose to have. If some of those are the relationships you choose to have, maybe you're not comfortable and ready to make your relationships deeper. Maybe you're the one keeping things surface level. That is okay. Please hear me say that. That is okay. I am not telling you to be any different. If that's where you are in life and you find that you are not ready to be deeper with yourself, with other people, that's okay. Do not push and force something you don't want or you're not ready for please never do that. That is not what I'm saying. But if you are open to it, if you are ready for it, if it is something that you are deeply, deeply wanting, then really examine how can you bring about more depth in a relationship that doesn't have a lot. And what are you going to do and what decision do you want to make if you have a relationship that can't go deeper? Is it okay that it, that it can't or isn't going deeper. That that's uh, nobody. You can't force anybody to going to going deep with you, right? That's not something that you can do. They have a right to not do that. But what do you want in your life? I have a balance. I have a balance of friends that I go super deep with. Like I said, I have a train wreck friend. I have friends that we really just gossip about other people. We go and you know get coffee or go for a walk or go out to dinner and we're just like gossiping and that's fine. That's fine. I know what the relationship is. I enjoy it for the Dorito moment. It is fine. And there isn't anything deeper and that's okay. And then I have friends where we go so deep. So this really is about what do you want and to open your eyes to what is actually happening in the relationships that you have. And maybe, just maybe, when you think next time to be with somebody that you love and care about and want depth with, and you think about going into, oh my God, you see what so-and-so said. You see this political thing. Did you read this article? Did you see what happened over here? Maybe stop. And before you do that, think, what's an actual deep share? What's an actual deep question I can ask them? What's a way where I can bring this relationship to the depth that I want it to be at? Just some food for thought. Love ya.